You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The show must go on. It's showtime. Get it? Because I'm Beetlejuice and she's show. Anyway, B-Way Showtime. You know, the whole being a podcaster thing. Listen or else. Hey everyone, Shoshana, aka B-Way Show here, and welcome back to B-Way Show, the podcast. This week's guests are Kayla Malady and Mark Martin. Kayla, aka Kaiser Rose, is a world champion beatboxer and member of Freestyle Love Supreme Supreme Supreme. She's the 2015 and 2018 World Beatbox Champion, the 2014 American Vice Beatbox Champion, three-time Loop Station Champion, and three-time reigning Beat Rhyme Champion. Wow. She's also an incredible educator, freestyler, and musician. Mark, aka Mandible, is a mixed vocal artist, American beatbox champion, and member of Freestyle of Supreme Supreme Supreme. Mark gave a TED Talk, you're a beatboxer, let me show you. The link of that is in the show notes. And the winner of the 2016 American Beatbox Championships and the 2016 International Beat Rhyme Battle. Together, Mark and Kayla created Lightship, and the two of them were part of Voca People, an international touring musical theater company. You can take beatboxing, speaking, and performance lessons from Kayla and Mark, and you can find their websites in the show notes. Head out to Pasadena Playhouse for the FLS Tour's final stop, and if you're there August 6th or 7th, come say hi. I'm taking the show on the road. I can't wait to see Freestyle of Supreme's tour one last time and reunite with friends. Now let's get a second, second, chance, chance of hearing my conversation with Kayla Milady and Mark Martin from May 27th, 2020, recorded for my live YouTube series, The Show Must Go On, Line. This is microphone one. We've got Kayla Milady, Mark Martin. How are you doing today? Thanks for coming on. Oh my gosh, we're doing so well. Are you doing well? I am doing fantastic. We're doing fantastic. We hope that you're doing fantastic. Yeah. 
fantastic. I am. And I'm even going, to, I'm going to try Ooh, changing it up. Let's try seeing what it's like. With what is this? So, where are we? I, I thought we were. What show where, is this? Where? Oh, oh. It's like Supergirl. Yeah. We <laughs> don't know who you are You're wearing a tie and you're a completely different She's person. She's flying around solving crimes. What's yeah. What's going on? <laughs> it is funny because I'm a reporter by day, so it's almost like it could work. Oh, what would your superpower be? If this is your thing, you like report Broadway by day, but by night you... Ooh, gosh, I mean, I, I just want to fly so I could go to as many shows as possible. Put your arms around me, baby. Put your arms around me, baby. I just wanna fly. Put your arms around. Sorry, I had a little sugar ray. Please, sugar, sugar ray for yeah. breakfast. Yeah. This is all I want, right? Like some people do interviews and they're like, "I want it to be serious." Not me. We're having fun today. Yeah. No, this is this is serious. <laughs> oh yes, we are. We're yes, seriously yes. ducks, and we're With. super serious about all the seriousness. <laughs> serious, serious things. We're so serious. Why so serious? so i've been watching a lot of your videos to prepare for this moment and it's like it's really fun every time i like check out the person's like work and now with you i've been able to watch your individual stuff and then light chip so that is just like we will get into all of it so let's start at the beginning a very good place to start and yes yes talk about your like your origin story of like how you each became beatboxers and then how you met awesome you want to go first you first you need first you. you first no no, no. no you have it okay I so you first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so i have been beatboxing my whole life like since i was little um when i really remember it i specifically remember being in fifth grade and this kid James in my class also liked beatboxing and I had a crush on him. So like we were both doing it. But at that point, um, I didn't really even think about it as much as like beatboxing. I was just like a type of kid where my mom would come home and all the pots and pans would be on the kitchen floor. And I would just turn like everything into an instrument and I would terrorize my brothers cause I would play like instruments behind them and make up songs for like four hours while they'd be playing like Counter-Strike or like World of Warcraft or something. Um, so it was just kind of something I did. And then it was like fun. Like I would beatbox on the bus or I'd beatbox on the lunch table or at parties and stuff like that. But I never thought that it was going to be any, I never thought in my wildest dreams I would become a beatboxer. I didn't even know that that was a path that one could take. So basically like after high school, I was at this party and this guy was beatboxing or actually I was beatboxing. beatboxing yeah yeah I was beatboxing and at this time in my life like after high school me and my friends would go to parties and my friends would like pimp me out a little bit like as soon as we would walk into a party they would go hey guys want to see what this girl can do and they would literally do that where they'd be like let's see what happens if we press the button and then i would start beatboxing and specifically on the day that i met um this guy jflow my friends were trying to do that to me they were like let's see if the button works it wasn't i wasn't it was not working right so the button wasn't working and i was like i stood up for myself and i was like you know what guys like you can't just make me do this whenever you want you know what I mean? Like I'm a person and maybe I don't want to just beatbox whenever you tell me to. Like maybe I should stand up for myself today. And so the other ones left me alone. But my one friend, Sam, was like, all right, Kayla, just beatbox for me. Like everyone else is gone. Come on. Right. And I was like, oh, Sam, fine. If you want me to beatbox, like, oh, 
are you happy, Sam? Like, geez. And then like the voice of God, this guy came from the backyard and he was like, who just beat box, box, box. And everyone like parted like the Red Sea and he came up to me and he's like, do it again. I was like, all right. So I started beatboxing and um, he basically at that time was like the best beatboxer in America. And I would watch beatboxing videos on YouTube, but I never thought I could do what they could do. So all the beatboxing videos online were like, like the craziest sounds. And at that point I was just doing really simple, like just kind of like humming and kicks and whatever. And it took me running into this guy, J-Flow, where once he started doing all these crazy sounds, like he would do like the dubstep, you know, like. So then when he's in front of me, I was like, oh, snap. Like, okay, those sounds that when I watched through a screen, you know, you can't tell what the person was doing when he's in front of me, when he was like, I was like, oh, okay, it's coming through his throat. Oh, okay, that's from his lips. All right, this is more like in his nose area. So... Once I met him, I basically found out that there was a whole community of people. He started showing me more beatboxing videos online. And from there, he introduced me to the community in New York City, which is how I met Mark and like really got to become a beatboxer. I have a similar story to Kayla, you know, that I grew up making sounds. And I think it's a very human thing. You're playing with toys. You know, you give life to your the things around you through sound. I would hear birds and I was convinced um, that... Hello. Uh, that, was, that was a bird. Yeah. One of the birds in the yard. It's a very distinct. We're call. also ventriloquists. We're not only uh, beatboxers, so that was oh, all. Me. Yeah. We're working yes. on a new. <laughs> yeah. So I similar story. You know, just uh, making sounds all the time. I was always getting in trouble at school, tapping on things. A very rhythmic person. I grew up as a singer. I grew up in upper bass. So years spent as a jazz musician, and that's where I really learned that music is a language. You know, you can communicate between the drummer and the pianist. And then, and, and one of the reasons too that I love, or I wanted to be box, wanted to be a drummer. I was dissuaded from playing drums, but I always, you know, it was like I'll play the bass like a drum, and, and in the same way, I'll play my voice like a drum, and everything was a drum. I was tapping on everything, and um, so I did that for years. And when I moved to New York City, that's when I started meeting other beatboxers, other people, and the best way to say it is, you know when you meet other people that speak your language, it's this really coming home kind of feeling. Uh, Cause I was really the only beatboxer I knew growing up. Yeah, so, so when all of a sudden there's all these other people around you speaking the same language, there's this real sense of like, ah, oh, you get me. Like, if like, I come into a room and go, other people are like, Oh, and I'm like, oh like it's this really cool party. And especially with beatboxing, like that's how you learn sounds, you know? I think what's different if you if you're a Broadway person like who's grown up through musical theater their whole life in your school there's that theater community right you go to college you have that theater community and beatboxing you know it is still relatively new and underground that you really have to go and find that community I was really lucky that it found me because I don't know if I if I never met JFlow I don't know if I would ever found this community of people and like realized that this was a really wonderful path to go down there's always that origin story, right? Like that if I didn't have this moment, who could have known where my life would turn out? And it's so yeah. cool. It's great when it does happen and then you're, it doesn't take you like half of your life for that to happen. If that happens, then that's amazing that, you know, you're the second half of your life, right? Is is wonderful and fulfilling in that way. But I have to say specifically watching that TEDx 
chat you did, uh, Mark, with explaining like just how people would do the. Oh my God, I'm not gonna know how to say the word. Do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> the two of you, ridiculous, uh, ridiculous. The Harry Potter thing. That's what I grew up on. <laughs> um, What's well, like guessing spells? You know, you, you have to say a certain order of sounds. Enchantment. Uh, you know, I don't know. We've been watching Sopranos, but it's like if you say the magical thing, there's this effect in the world. And beatboxing no. is the same way. If you, you know, you can get people to dance. You can get them to smile. You get them to feel good. So I, I do. Want, I do think of it as a type of magic. I'm sorry, but I really want a Harry Potter Soprano crossover now. That Ooh. is a show that I want to watch. You casting spells in my Ooh. neck of the woods. You Come said you weren't going to dip your beak in. Yeah. Your, your brick beak, you know. You're bringing them over here. Too many trolls not being the troll toe. What you doing? Amazing. That was, <laughs> that was awful. Uh, <laughs> but my uncle actually uh, is an actor, and he was on an episode of The Sopranos. Hey. Fun fact. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. Just fun. We're on season three. This four. is what, just started season oh, four. Oh, this is our quarantine we, journey. We've, we've been, been watching Sopranos. Through the Sopranos. So uh, you let me know what episode, when, yeah. and we'll keep an eye out. We'll for freeze. It. We'll pause the frame and we'll do yeah. a dance party. We'll clap. <laughs> Please. I will ask him. What, our quarantine journey has been a lot of superhero mu- movies. I feel like I'm just like on the same path right now. Yeah. So right now, well, right now I'm on a TV show, Supergirl. Ooh, mm, ching Full circle. Promo. I come, I come with props. And we started, my boyfriend John and I, on the Marvel movies. Ooh. Are you an Iron Girl? What's your, what's your go-to? Do you have a favorite? So Supergirl and Wonder Woman are like certainly my two, my top two, right? Like strong females. Black Panther is like right up there as well, right? Like diversity, strong females, like amazing action some new stories we need some new stories you know what i mean that's why i think like black panther was amazing get out it was just a new storyline where i was like oh my god yes this is so new and like that's what we need yeah i remember watching get out and i literally yelled get out and i was like oh Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but oh first of all i'm gonna say hey to everyone watching hello friends i can see you on this little chat thing i've got going on here so if you have any questions or comments just like message us and like everyone who's saying hey and they're here we love to see you Damn. That might happen. Just go with us. Anybody watching at home, take that as a few minutes to stretch it out. Move your body. It might happen here. might happen there. You never know. Some people get the hiccups. We have dance parties. Yeah, the beatbox ups. I love it. It makes me feel, you know, like if there are ever nerves, right, having something like that, I just shake it out. It's like, oh, I feel so much better. Look at us. We're back. We're back to normal. Better than ever. So talking about using beatboxing as a way for kids with like, speech maybe issues or like that whole game and having it be like a fun way of like hey instead of like just saying why can't you say okay doing like the so I was like I was here watching it and I was like yeah exactly I mean that I think was the best gift of beatboxing right beatboxing is a really great catalyst to express yourself and find out 
what you sound like and what you want to do, right? Like there, there isn't really a rule book for beatboxing. Um, the cool thing is when you meet beatboxers, even though Mark and I might both do a kick drum, a hi-hat and a snare, my will sound different than Mark's. It's a little different, right? You could do so many different snares. Everyone chooses to express themselves so differently. And I think that's kind of the beauty with beatboxing, right? If you're upset one day, your vocal range, if you have like a snaggle tooth, um, just every single beatboxer is their own instrument and no two beatboxers are ever gonna come across the same way. So at the heart of it, beatboxing is just a wonderful way to get people to find the power of their voice, to have the confidence in their voice, um, to not be afraid to speak up and you know just share with the world what they wanna share. And, and also a big thing is that, you know, everyone needs help with language and speech until they're eight years old. So I think something too, that's very helpful is to recognize this isn't necessarily like for other people. This is for everyone, anyone, any language, uh, especially before you're eight years old, you're still learning how this very sophisticated thing works. And that's something that a lot of people take for granted. You know, people say, oh, I can never beatbox. And I, well, how did you learn your first language? You know, you spat, you stuttered and you drooled all you over babbled, yourself. You made weird you noises. Babbled. Right. And that's really what we're tapping into is a natural process that everyone does to acquire language. And some people, it just takes a little bit longer for them to reach a, um, you know, proficiency. And like you said, you could either be a kid who's in this class working on something or you can be in a band where you're just jamming and you're having fun and you're playing. Um, and we see it really with all ages, right? With the younger kids, you know, just working on speech with some populations that need to work on their speech goals um, and also older populations as adults. well. Adults, adults are actually the ones that need it more than anybody um, because when you work with adults, you know, the kids are so down for it. They're like, we're going to make sounds today and make noises and be silly. Let's go. <laughs> Then you get to an adult and you're like, okay, adults, we want you to say your name and just make a sound. And they're all like, William. Ta. Ta. Like they I, won't. I am you. here. I have Hi. to get a charger really quick. Um, I'm an adult and what, what do you want me to? It's really, you know, what I talk a lot or what we talk a lot about a lot is what we call the shame barrier. You know, as a young kid, you're it's a natural mechanism to make these sounds, to learn a language. And at a certain age, someone tells you, use your words, be a big adult, you know, stop talking like a child. And so a lot of people internalize this deep rooted shame of I don't want to sound incorrect. I don't want to say the wrong word. I don't want to, you know, it's the same thing with slang. You know, you want to make sure you use the slang correctly. Yeah. And so that's the interesting working with adults is you see so that there's- sorry. Really, I'm so distracting right now. Okay, that's so sorry. much better. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was gonna wait and then I was like, oh no, I can do this and not be distracting. I feel like I had to call myself out. Okay, continue. What happened? I missed it. I had to get a charger, I ran. I was just trying to readjust the computer to like also have the like this new light thing, but then also the like the light in the background was being distracting for me. So I was like moving the computer and then I was moving things and this Isn't it fun that we're all growing in this internet new new possibility, new right? realm? New world of production. Yeah. World of production. But yes, okay, sorry, continue. My bad. Well, that, I mean, that's pretty, you know, adults are the ones we find with some of the biggest challenges. And that's part of the exciting thing is it's not, you know, once again, it's not a small population, but really everyone, anyone who's expressing themselves, anyone who's having, you know, who just wants to communicate more clearly, you know, that's really what it's about. Sometimes it's hard to say, I love you. Sometimes it's hard to say, I need help. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to say there's something wrong. 
Um, and it's all part of that spectrum of communicating in a big part for me. When I started beatboxing, I was a teenage boy who didn't know how to say how I felt. Yeah. And beatboxing really helped me or uh, like just open and access when there was so much shame around saying I'm scared or I'm lonely or vulnerable. You know, what 12 year old boy is like, I'm vulnerable, you know? Um, and there are boys that can say that, but I, you know, that was very hard for me. Yeah. And I think beatboxing helped me express and communicate those you needs. You can beatbox on emotion or we do a lot of stuff about songwriting, right? That helps talk about these difficult topics. Um, but when you put it in a song, it kind of puts it outside yourself and you're able to have discussions with kids or adults or whoever about these topics with the point of we're going to make a song about it. So the only way to make a song is if we talk about it and find out what people feel about this matter or they feel about this topic. So we've seen it as like a really healing and therapeutic tool, not just speech therapy, and but just like therapy in general, just expressing yourself, giving your, giving yourself the allowance to just play and a, a safe space to play and get in touch with your voice again and use it in a way that you never have before. It's making me think a lot about, and I would be so intrigued to see if y'all could like maybe even work with them. I have been covering a lot of stuff with Say, the Stuttering Association for the Young or the Youth. I always forget which, why it is, but for one of the child type um and it's amazing to see how these like workshops and singing and just like chatting with one another has helped these kids who have a stutter have more confidence to speak up and they sang this beautiful song at this like a uh, big gala they had with chris jackson and the same people that were stuttering while they were speaking were able to just sing and open up and it was this beautiful and i was like crying as i'm filming and i'm trying to keep it steady you know it's yeah. it's amazing yeah, I think my probably biggest, if I was a superhero, my thing would be like, I would be impenetrable on every other thing. But when it came to kids, that would be my thing. Like, I'm the same way. If I see kids performing, it doesn't matter what they're doing. They could be hula hooping in the front yard. And I'm like, oh, uh, like, I just start crying. Yeah, um, but yeah it's, it's really interesting, right? Like, when it comes to stuttering, if there's someone who has a stutter and they sing or if they're acting on stage, the stutter is going away for the moment. And that's why we're really trying to do more research. We're, we have a really exciting time right now because... For so much of the work that we were doing, we were just banging on doors and hearing them slam in our face all the time because we were trying to tell people beatboxing is helping people with their confidence building, leadership, with speech development, with um, emotional intelligence, with just expression, and nobody wanted to hear it. And now finally we're at the point where after trying to work with other arts organizations or work with other, like have to prove ourselves to so many people, we've just basically developed our own like superhuman a team a squad over here so now we have really wonderful um, members of our team we have christine schneider who is an incredible vocal health professional and uh highly recommended anyone any vocal issues actually yeah for Christine anybody Schneider. for anybody who is like on Broadway or a singer, professional mm. singer, she basically specializes in therapy for singers. So what she did manual from therapy. Yeah, manual therapy. So she oh. actually did a massage for Mark and I, where she went in our mouths and like massages the inside, which you're like, oh, that's crazy. But especially for if you're like a vocal athlete and you're performing eight days a week or something, you have muscles in here that Dude, I had a knot in my jaw that I thought that I had like TMJ or just thought yeah. that I broke my jaw beatboxing. And then she did literally magic on me. And I felt like a snake. Like I was just like, oh, and my wow. whole jaw unhinged and I could beatbox so much better after that. Yeah. Well, the truth is we, we store a lot of our emotional tension in our jaw 
and especially the internal muscles. Yeah. So that's the thing is, is like Kayla was saying, you know, if you're a, a you know, athlete in other types of sports, you're used to stretching your arms, stretching your legs, but how often as a singer, sometimes you stretch your tongue, but there are muscles that you can't really access without someone's help. And so when she accesses those points, it's very common that you cry, you release a lot of emotional and kind of, you know, intense tension that you're holding on that you're not even aware because it's just part of the fabric of your existence. Um, and like Kayla said, it opens you up in a way you didn't know was possible. Yeah. So she is like, knows everything about the voice. Actually, after this, Mark and I have been taking a class with her where we're actually learning like all the muscles in your throat oh. because we'd be beatboxing and she'd be like, oh, I think that might be this or this. And we kind of realized like, wow, we don't even know that much about our instrument, like what's actually happening. Um, so she's been so wonderful. And then we have Tom Burke on our team, who's an SLP, speech language pathologist, and also an incredible um, vocal coach. He also trains with wonderful singers and it's been really special because now we've been partnering with NYU we went to the Langone Center where we actually did endoscopies with some of the best beatboxers in the world and we got videos of like all the all the crazy sounds we shoved a camera down all of our throats which was actually not even down our throat it was down our nose and then you had a beatbox and that was pretty crazy um that's absurd <laughs> it was really weird um but it was really cool to see what we found out we actually you know i think one of the things that we were a little nervous about was you know any of the beginning sounds are fine if you're a beatboxer but when you get to some of like the inward throat bass right where you're actually doing a sound that's inward not going outward is even beatboxers were like is this good for us because you know there's no retired beatboxers so we didn't know like there's Rozelle and Dougie Fresh but they're also not doing the the intense sounds that the new school beatboxers are doing. So one of the research projects we did was we wanted to check on everyone's mm -hmm. vocal health to make sure that these kids that are like 15, 16 going ham on beatboxing and learning all the craziest sounds that they won't get nodes or nodules as they get older right. and that they can have a healthy career. But we were really pleasantly surprised. Nobody had any, you know, thing going on with their throat. And now we're really going to study it to see, we're going to work with SLPs and we're going to work with more vocal health professionals to see what's actually happening in your voice when you do these certain sounds with the hopes of helping more people in the speech development field, maybe helping uh, stroke patients, uh, someone who has a stroke afterwards using beatboxing. And I think just the goal is right. Like there's always a way to make it fun. There's always a way to make people want to to participate in something, you know? What we've really found with the school system is like, it is so centered on test taking and it's so centered on you being a number and you being a grade instead of giving people a growth mindset, you know, instead of giving people just the, the love for learning and the love for actually being in school and getting new information. And what we see happens is like kids, you know, a bunch of my friends have done it too. You get out of high school, you get out of college and you're like, I'm never reading a book again. Like I did my time, I yep. served my educational time and now I'm done. And what we want to do when it comes to just speaking and communication is making it something that's really fun and that's safe. And we hope that the skills that we do with this beatbox education works will help people share their message with the world. will help people be like you that will chase after their dream because they can actually, you know, put to words what they want to happen to help people who are seeing what's going on in the country that they don't like, they can share that they don't like that. And we can have, good discussions we can facilitate conversations where people can disagree but we can still communicate through that so we're just trying to make that process you know fun and silly and one of the beautiful things about at least beatboxing and speech therapy is you know 
I saw it with my own cousin, which is how I got into it. You know, he was not going to practice his speech goals once his speech teacher left. You know what I mean? He wasn't going to go do his flashcards, but he was beatboxing all day. And he didn't even realize that that was something that was helping his speech goals. So, you know, it's just we call it sneaking vegetables into a fruit smoothie. You don't know it's good for you, but you're eating it up anyway. I love that. And even there was something you said at the end, in order to speak up, you first need to have your voice heard. The first step of speaking up is making a sound. Yes. I love that. And especially right now with how the world is so messed up and there's so much violence. What? Crazy. You know, like speaking up, speaking out is so important. And that's very true. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of harder when you put words to things, right? Because like, you even if you say like my favorite color is this what yeah my my favorite color is blue no it's not blue's the best color blue is a terrible shade no it's my favorite color i'm saying it's my favorite yeah but 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 i like pink right it's like what this is ridiculous blue and pink so i think like party i mean you even think about how powerful the arts are right like there's so much in school where it really is sad like before mark and i really got into a lot more performing or anything like i was a teaching artist in new york city and that's what allowed me to continue to like street perform and do open mic nights and get to where i was now and i loved it but the thing is like especially in new york the first things that get slashed on anybody's budgets are their arts and music class but that's the only classes you know really in school of course stem is important we need that knowledge we need to know our history we need to know math we need to know science right but there's many schools that i was working with that the only way that we kind of snuck in an arts program was i worked with 20 kids after school and maybe 40 kids out of a school of 500 got any sort of art enrichment anything and it was because they stayed after school and they got in this program so i had 20 kids and the reason why we got it in was because beatboxing is free right like you don't have to buy a drum set for these kids you don't have to buy a trumpet you don't have to buy a bass guitar but you can teach them and now all of a sudden you just gave all those kids 100 instruments and it cost the school zero dollars so you know it's really a cool it's an amazing art form it's a new york city art form it's spread all over the world and I just love it. I freaking love beatboxing and it's ridiculous how much I love this thing. We can tell. <laughs> I don't know if you can. Can you tell? Am I can screaming? you tell? I can't tell if I'm screaming anymore. Ah, yes. Well, I feel like we should talk about FLS because that's how we met in the first place. And, and it was so cool on like so many levels, right? Like female representation, huge. Also, like having someone who was like the throat thing, that was crazy. And <laughs> there's just like, and you're just like a cool person, you know? <laughs> how, how did you get involved with FLS? Um, so it's crazy. Uh, so I wasn't, if we're going back, I was like uh, not really a theater kid in school. I was very like, I don't want people telling me what to do. But I had a drama class and we did, imp- it was just an improv class. And I literally like fell in love with it. Like I was only supposed to do it for two years. Like that was like our school's policy. But my teacher let me take it for all four years because she was like, let this girl stay in. This is good. Um, so I always loved improv. And I actually was like, thought in my head one day, like, I am going to be on Saturday Night Live. I'm going to do improv. This is what I'm going to do. And then I broke my back. And that's how I got into beatboxing. And so like, when I broke my back, I was like, eh, all right, well, everyone in New York City wants to be a like actor or singer or go on Broadway or become this get on Saturday Night Live. And I was like, 
I can beatbox. I love beatboxing. And I saw the world champs that happens every three years. And I was like, I could probably do that. So if I can go and if I can win that, then I, if I go into auditions, if I do anything, then I can, it would be more than just someone going in. It was just like an actor. That's why I thought I would have something to like set me apart. But then as I got into beatboxing, it was pretty crazy because like, basically I found everything I want through the authenticity of me liking beatboxing. I also, before I, I went to high school and then I went to like a semester of college. I don't even know. I feel so bad. I dropped out really fast of college. The only classes I did take were like my history and acting class. And I didn't even get through one semester because um, I knew I wanted to perform, but I was actually going to school to be a teacher. Realized I didn't really like the way that the whole process was. And I knew I wanted to perform. And so I was doing, you know, dropped out. I started beatboxing. I started taking improv classes at the pit. And my teacher was like, heard me beatboxing one day and she's like, oh, do you know what North Coast is? And I was like, North Coast? What's North Coast? And she's like, oh my God, North Coast is amazing. They're a hip hop improv group. They do rapping and they do, there's like a beatboxer and they do everything. So I was like, wow, that's really crazy. And then actually like two people one day came out of the pit and this other guy that I met who was a beatboxer and who liked improv as well. He's like, oh, those guys are from North Coast. So I actually thought it was like a two-prov team for a long time. I just never looked into it. And then after like the 2013 American Beatbox Championships, uh, which was my first battle I ever did, everyone went to an after party at Pioneer's Bar. I don't know if you know what Pioneer's Bar is. It's like a very improv bar. It's like where all the improv people go and hang out. And so we somehow, I don't know why we went there, but we went there and there was like a little stage and Uh, a microphone like there so we all started kind of jamming and we kind of put on a show and at that point I was with my mentor and I was really into beat rhyming which is when you talk and beatbox at the same time and the reason why I wanted to learn beat rhyming was actually because I did not like singing I was really afraid to use my voice I had a bad show choir audition in sixth grade and then never sang again for like 10 years literally I lip sank Um, but when he when he told me about beat rhyming, I was like, oh, if I can talk and beatbox and I can do like theater, like then I can be able to like mix the worlds. So I was doing beat rhyming at the show, more musical, cause then I actually did fall in love with like singing and rapping through our mentor, uh, mentor Kid Lucky. So I was performing there and then two guys came up to me and they were like, hey, my name's Doug and this is Robo. And hey, we, we, we just lost our beatboxer. We're in North Coast. He just went to LA. And I was like, oh my God, I heard about you. This is crazy. So. I did like a few levels at the pit and then I joined North coast and it was freaking amazing because for like four years after that, I performed with them every week. We got to travel the country, um, doing this cool hip hop improv. It's a little different. So North coast is different from what FLS does. FLS does like short form improv. We were long form. So we would get a suggestions and then it would be like a scene into a song, a scene into a song. And it was telling one big story instead of, games. Um, so it was totally a different muscle when I came into FLS. I wasn't really used to that type of format. Um, but yeah, so I was on with North Coast and they were like so freaking good at improv and I learned so much from them. And, you know, it was amazing because now I was able to like get my teaching bug by being like a teaching artist with beatboxing. And then I got my improv bug because I was still on this improv team. Um, I got to jump in scenes with them and I still got to beatbox. And through that is basically our mentor kid also was like shocks, like mentor and friend. They were a part of a team. So the first time I met Shockwave was literally, I was had a broken back. I just started like street performing in New York city with our mentor. And we were on the L train connection where it's like the L and the A on 14th and shock was leaving. 
And Kid was like, yo, Shock, what's up, man? You got to know this girl. You guys will love each other. You both really love theater. We have to make something happen with you. And Shock and I kind of just like, we'd see each other sometimes, but had very different curves. But then the more that I did improv, like we became each other's like, hey, I can't do the show. Can you do it? Hey, Kayla, I can't do this thing at UCB. Because, you know, there's a difference between a lot of the beatboxers who battle and all the people who actually do like the improv, more theatrical storytelling. It's a different approach to beatboxing. It's not necessarily like, you don't have to be flashy all the time. It's really about supporting and sound effects and thinking of the whole story at large. Um, so, you know, we would do that for each other for a couple of years. And I kind of knew about FLS, but not really. I didn't see them before, but I heard like the the legend always, as I was in North Coast doing hip hop improv, it was always like FLS, but they weren't doing shows anymore when I came in. Right. Um, so then about like yeah, like a year ago, was it freaking year ago? Holy crap. Um, a year ago, I was in Vancouver doing a show at like a women's UN conference and I was by myself. I had a break and I was eating a salmon burger and I got a little phone call from, oh my God, less than a minute. I got a phone call from Shockwave oh, no. and I was like, what's up Shockwave? And he's like, hey Kayla, how are you? And I was like, I'm really good. And he said, uh, what are you doing this fall? And I said, I don't know. And he said, um, do you want to come to Broadway? And I was like, ha ha ha, you're stupid. What are you talking about? And he's like, no, seriously, do you want to come to Broadway? Like FLS is going to Broadway and you're my friend first person that I thought about I don't think that there's like another beatboxer that could like do this thing because we you know we both know the improv world so I was like uh, he, uh, 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 what yeah bring like improv to Broadway um so it's a big surprise and I did not see it coming at all I didn't even know that like FLS was coming to Broadway I wasn't I'm not necessarily like knowing what's happening I'm no Shoshana you know I'm not like knowing what's happening in the Broadway world um so this was like a really cool experience for me and like meeting the Broadway community and seeing just how tight it is and how from everybody from the performers to the stage managers to the people who come and watch the show like it's such a tight-knit community and everyone was so beautiful and everyone was so welcoming and it was one of the coolest experiences of my whole life yay oh that's amazing well done so now we're back. In the trailer of the feeling out of feeling out of air, brought a feeling out of air from dealer, freaking dealer, shout out from. Well, I'm a friend, a lady, or find a door. My friend, no. Referred near, I ain't near, or feeling around the over near the feeling out of the spring, maybe really. Right along the river, lending the new man, I'll be so now we're back. Yes. Oh, that was perfect. Right in on that. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, with these delays, you're like, back, 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 back. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. We're back and better than ever. Um, actually, that's a great segue right there, because I think it's so cool how you sing and beatbox at the same time. Like, singing, difficult. Beatboxing, difficult. Let's just throw them together. Why not? Just make it a crazy mix and mash of everything. If anything, what it's was, very natural, you know, it's like talking, right? I'm vocalizing and articulating at the same time. So when you're beat back, sing at the same time, it's that, it's that same, you know, it's something you do when you're talking. So yeah, it's, uh, it's something you're already do. juggling balls. Not why, why not light them on fire? You know what I mean? That's what you're I already say. doing the one thing. So just make it harder. So let's, let's, um, for everyone watching at home, Let's do like a little like beatboxing lesson. Not like anything too crazy, but whatever you think could be fun. And I'll make a fool of myself. 
Perfect. Okay. So I feel like we probably made you do this when we've seen you before because you know us. If someone says, I can't beat Pucks, especially this one over here, he's like, Skirk, hold up. We're having a lesson right now. So I, wait, I think that happened at the like Lightning Thief opening night party. Oh. For sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you tell for me you sure. can't be box, I'm going to be like, mm, you can. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So for anybody who's out there and wants to know how to beat box, it's actually pretty easy, right? Because when I do something where even if it's as crazy as this, like, I was only doing three sounds those whole time. Those holes, these holes, every hole's time, I was only doing three sounds. And those three sounds are P, T, and K. Right? So the P sound is our kick drum, that big round drum that the drummer uses a pedal to kick. It sounds like this. So we do that with the letter P. So say picture. 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 Say picture. There you go. Good. Say potato. <laughs> potato. Say poly pocket. Poly pocket. Right. So the same way I say poly pocket, if you just put a little bit more pressure on your lips it sounds like poly pocket now we poly don't fold our lips in yeah i'm not like this poly pocket, right that's weird and you would get sent to a nurse or like be kicked out of a bar if you started talking that way so it's the same thing a little bit of pressure no yeah, yeah. we're gonna help us making a little kiss that's little how you build, the build up tension with your lips Yeah. yeah, that's it. All right, so we're going to play a game called Follow the Leader, okay? The game is I'm going to do a beat. One, two, three, four. Then you're going to follow that beat, okay? Then I'll do another beat, and you will follow that beat. Cool? Sound easy? All right, let's do it. Five, six, seven, eight. Getting a little extra in. No, no, okay, hold on, hold on, pause, take a break. Um, my, I feel this is so embarrassing, but great, because I feel like everyone else watching at home is, is probably on this, yeah. this same thing. So, okay, wait, I feel like I'm doing too, I'm like almost doing too much extra. Too much air, okay? Just little pressure behind your lip, yeah. Exactly. And that's what it's it because you got to listen, right? I've been doing this for count, carry the seven, divide by three, like 18 years now, like an insane amount. So my, that's after me doing this a bunch of times, right? I've gotten muscles around my mouth stronger. So exactly what you're doing is exactly what you need to be doing. It's a wonderful start. Perfect. And also when we talk about like being embarrassing, we also know that this is how you learn. You're gonna drool. You're gonna make weird faces. So if you can march, if you can go headfirst into that and accept that you're gonna be making weird faces and weird sounds, you'll learn exponentially faster. And like the more we, you judge yourself, the more you'll hold yourself back because you won't want to try. Go for it. Right. It feels weird. That's the thing. Exactly. Go for it. Spit all over your screen. In, if anything, you'll learn a new sound. But that's how you're new things are made. You're gonna the sound by just going full speed with it. You know. It's like a person doing a backflip on a motorcycle. You can't, you got to commit. Once you start, you got to do the whole circle. You can't just give up halfway. And you also, I think you commented on something, right? You said you feel like you're doing too much. So really when we make this sound, there's two things happening, right? You have the pressure behind your lips and the air from your diaphragm. So that's what we're doing is we're coordinating them where you're building pressure here and then you push from your diaphragm to release. So if your lips are loose, you're gonna get more of an F kind of air sound, right? So if you build the pressure. And by pressure, it just means tighter. 
keep your lips a little tighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And when I say pressure, I mean the actual mm-hmm. pressure from the. Awesome. Let's teach you the next sound because that's totally spot on. Nice. So the next sound you're going to learn is the hi-hat, the two little symbols on top of each other, which we do with the letter T. So can you say taco? Taco. Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Nom, 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 nom. So now we just take away most of the word and we just say T. T. Nice. Now you remove your voice exactly and you just say Ooh, Perfect. Right. I feel much more confident about my. T- 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 yeah, the right. P is you got to practice it a little bit, you know. And that's and that's part of the the journey too. Everyone that we teach, everyone we interact with, some of the sounds that might be easier for you are hard for us, and vice versa. And that's a big part of the journey. Is is oh my, so many students where they're like, oh, I just do this one sound, and they do this crazy thing that will take me literally months to train how to do but just it's easy for them because they've been doing it or they just happen to find it. So that's also in this journey is finding your place in the path and recognizing, okay, maybe that's a little bit more challenging. So you know where to put your attention, you know, where to, and also where you feel confident, where to, where to have fun. So now that T sound, you can also lengthen by adding an S. So you can say, nice, nice. So we call that the open hi-hat. You have the closed, and the open, here you do it. Nice. Yes. So we'll do the call and response. I'll do pattern one, two, three, four. Then you repeat after me. Six, seven, sound left and you're officially a beatboxer okay the last Whoa. sound is the letter k or the c sound and it sounds like the snare it sounds like this <coughs> exactly right so we'll do a little follow leader hey okay now we're gonna put it all together so say p T-K. P-T-K. Now we beatbox. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hi, bud. My, okay, hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to let my dog out and then I will continue. You want to beatbox too? It goes like this, P-T-K-T-P-T-K. 
PTK, PTKP. No, I don't, I'm so bad at this. Oh my God. It's, You're doing great. You just, You're doing you never great. Had to, nobody goes to Starbucks and goes, hello, can I have a cup of coffee, please? Can I have a large bit with a on the side? No one does that. So this is completely new and you're doing a wonderful job. So it's P-T-K-T. Can we do it one more time? P-T-K-T. P-T-K-T. And now we just repeat that twice. P-T-K-T, P-T-K-T. P-T-K-T, P-T-K-T. Wonderful, now we beatbox. You are on the beginning of your beatboxing journey, my friend. Congratulations. You're one of us now. Welcome to the beatbox family. One of us. One of us. One of us. One of us. Oh. Yeah. You did great. And that's the first step. You know, literally, it's with everyone, there's that you're going to try something new. It's going to feel weird in your mouth. But if you do this when you're doing the dishes, in the shower, when you're driving your car, walking down the street, washing your dog. At the orthodontist. Yeah. If you just keep doing this, it becomes more natural. And so that's the thing. Let's let's check in in a couple months. And I guarantee if you do a little bit every day. I was thinking you don't have to be on stage. You don't have to be on Broadway. You can wait. Any- didn't you do the Freestyle Love Supreme Academy? <laughs> I was going to bring that up. I was better at this a few months ago. And then I like stopped, I guess, rehearsing. <sighs> this was, oh no, you froze. Let it go. Let it go. Oh, I hope they come back on the screen. So how was the Freestyle Love Supreme Academy for you? Amazing. And like, the thing is, I guess the same thing that you were saying before is I felt much more comfortable singing like the hook or even like telling a story and true. And then when it came to me beatboxing, I would basically just do like boots, cats, boots, cats, boots, cats, boots, cats, which is like very, very elementary and boots and cuts and boots and cats and which is great. Right. But I would always, I always wanted to do more, but, and I would like practice, but I guess I would be like so embarrassed in my own skin, which is like the opposite. Let this be a tale for all of you, that it doesn't matter if you're embarrassed, you know? Like you have to realize that literally, even as like a professional beatboxer and on Broadway and all this stuff, when people take a picture of you as a beatboxer, I don't want to see the picture afterwards because in order for me to make the sound, I literally have to be like, like I have to, my face, in order to get that sound across, I have to just do the face. And it took me a really long time, like walking around New York City, all these people would be giving me like weird looks, like as I was walking. And I'd be like, what the hell? Do I have like mustard on me? Is there something on my teeth? Like, is my hair all messed up? And then I realized, no, it's because I'm going down the street, like, like, I look like a crazy person, but that's what you got to do to have fun and just not care what anyone says. And also kind of speaking to what you were just saying, you know, you feel comfortable in your voice. So when you say boots and cuts, you're still using your voice. Mm -hmm. So as a point of constructive growth, if you remove the voice, then I think you, you would grow a lot more because you're leaning on the thing that makes you very comfortable. 
And that's a big part of beatboxing. For instance, there are sounds that I'm comfortable with and I have to remind myself to do the things that I'm less comfortable with in order to really grow. And that's when you feel the most sense of pride in your success because you ventured into the uncomfortable territory. Yeah, into the unknown. Into the unknown. Yeah. It's opposite for me. So when I told you I had a bad show choir audition in sixth grade, I truly did not sing in front of anybody. I lip sang. I had a, I tried to do Colors of the Wind, Pocahontas. And when we started... Before this, I was perfectly fine. I was ready. I was doing it everywhere on a trampoline for my grandma in the backyard for my neighbors. I was so confident. I thought I was going to kill it. And then I go into the audition. And as soon as the piano started, I literally went, can you see with all the colors? Like nothing was coming out. And then I vowed, I was like, I'm not singing again. But I beatboxed, right? And then I realized that they're beatboxing. If I went like, if I don't put my mouth in that shape, I'm just going, or if I go, I'm still going, right? So I started to realize, like, I was the opposite of you. I was so afraid to say words. I was so afraid to sing. But if I beatboxed, it made me feel like I was, like, I had a little mask on. And then I realized, like, oh, that mask was, like, an invisible mask. Like, everyone could see me the whole time anyway. And I was still using my voice. And whatever way gets you to being more confident in yourself. Like, that's why I love the Freestyle Love Supreme Academy. I love the North Coast classes. Like, I think that improv should be, like, an, uh, just a continuing adult education course for everybody. Because as we get older, we get more ashamed and nervous. We pretend that we're not, but we get really nervous. And it's harder to, like, talk to people and make friends and you know, share and be vulnerable. And especially in a day, day of like social media where we got to be like perfect all the time. I think improv is a wonderful thing for everyone to try in their life. Yes. Yeah, I love it. Actually, like starting in a few minutes and I'll go on after this, like we have the FLS Academy, like Wednesday and Sundays, just like to rehearse with everyone. And I'm so much less embarrassed when it's in this like form because like everyone else has been through the class and they know that everyone has their own talents and like you know feelings of fear and I'm it's so funny too because there's so many things I'm just like not embarrassed about right like I love to be colorful and loud and like look at this ring they are like pencils they're color pencils in my nails right like there are things that like some people would be like she's so extra but I like lean into the extraness but mm -hmm. then doing that like beatboxing was like, oh my goodness. And like the memory of like even the line, even though you said two lines. So if anyone tried it at home, which I hope you did and you know, rewind and go back to this after. Like just do it and don't be embarrassed because if I could do it, so can you. The beatboxing poster child. She's arrived. The prophecy. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Amazing. So as I told you beforehand, is there any like nonprofit or organization that you think people should know about that you are specifically like passionate about? Hmm. I mean, there's a lots of wonderful arts organization, uh, just companies throughout New York, ones that we've taught at urban art beats um beat global is one that's really great um even what you were saying like helping kids with um was it say say like that yeah like there's so many 
arts organization companies that hire artists um, to become teaching artists and bring it into schools. And it's a really wonderful way to give schools some sort of arts enrichment um, thing at all. And you're supporting artists. I know a lot of um, our friends and the only reason I kind of got to the point I was now was instead of having to work another nine to five, I got to go and teach and work with kids and still practice my art form. And I got to share what I was passionate about. So wherever you guys are in the world, definitely check in on that. Try to see if there's more arts organizations um, that really help bring this enrichment and this type of work in schools. Yes. Yes to that. Anything you want to add, Mark? Um, happy to be here. You know, like I think it's, it's, it's really exciting to share and there's so many different communities. And I think with FLS, there's a real, a cross section of different communities. And with that, you see a real conversation. You know, there, there's a lot of different ideas and motivations and talents and skills. And that's the stuff that really excites me is, um, you know, stepping outside of your comfort zone, people that don't normally do X or don't normally do Y or Z. And when they're all together, everyone can grow by sharing those strengths. So I think it's a, it's a great model for today, you know, with everything going on in the world, like you talked about earlier, you know, of having conversations with people that share different skills, um, that maybe have different values, but coming to learn from each other, I think is a really powerful thing. I love that. So now's the time to like self-promote. Is there anything people should keep an eye out for? Like if y'all haven't checked out Lightship, they're like, oh, amazing songs together. You need to check that out. Uh, thank you. Yeah. If you want to hear more of our music, you can find us at Lightship Beatbox. Uh, dot com on Instagram, Facebook. And if you want to know more about our education work, if you want to learn how to beatbox, um, whether that's group classes or one-on-one, -on -one, you can find us at theacademyofnoise.com or on Instagram at theacademyofnoise. We've been putting a lot of just fun beatbox along with content. Um, Mark Martin, you can find him at Mark Martin Creative and you can find me at Kayla Milady. Um, we hope that you guys want to explore some more and definitely keep supporting our girl in front of us because she's amazing. And thank you so much for having us. One of the coolest parts of, you know, meeting the Broadway community was meeting you and getting a friendship out of it. So thanks so much. Oh, you're going to make me cry. You're so kind. Ah! Actually, okay, wait, I need to say, I need to say something because there are people who make a comment in your lives that like may or may not realize that this has like become a big, a big thing to them. And my friend Julie and I were just talking about that if someone does this, you should let them know and like show your appreciation. And Kayla saw me when I was filming the, I've told you this, the, the lightning thief when I was filming the opening night and you like stopped me and you're like, I didn't realize that this, that you were doing this like as a job, as a profession, or I don't remember exactly how you said it about pursuing your dreams. And I think it's so cool what you're doing and the way that you just like, as someone who I admire and I think you're doing a great job, it was really cool to hear it. So thank you. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think it's the same. Like if you see someone, uh, you should be proud of what you created for yourself. I remember that you were like filming and I was like, wait, you're like, this is what you do. You go around and you film these shows and you get to interview people. And you're like, yeah. And I was like, dude, that's badass. And I, that takes a lot of work. So yeah, I wanted to just commend you. And if you see anybody, anybody out there, if you see someone like following their dream, like it's definitely tough. It has roller coaster rides and it takes way more work than I think people realize. So as someone who is also in that category, like more power to you, I'm always here to support you and you know, let's kill our dreams together, everybody. Yeah. Awesome. Let's and do it together. Awesome. Let's do it. Ciao. Like that can be our superpower. <gasps> that's my, that's my superpower is encouragement. Oh my yeah. God, it's working. I feel it. I'm changing. <laughs> 
<laughs> Amazing. And on that note, if you're like, whoa, I love what she's doing and I'd love to support her, you can join the show Treons. It's a B-Way show Patreon and we have our own Facebook page and Instagram account and we do monthly chats to like lift each other up and check in and it's a really cool way to like these people have been supporting me and you're awesome and I see a bunch of you here so thank you thank you you can find that patreon.com slash bway show what and then tomorrow my next guest is sis I don't know Kayla if you were at that FLS show where sis was up on stage for day in the life but they were hilarious and just like, oh, you mentioned me in your story. Amazing. <laughs> hey. Uh, they are also like pursuing their dreams. And it's just like amazing because that's oh, what the show must go online is for. It's not just for Pulitzer Prize winner Michael R. Jackson, who came on, which is also absurd. But it's like, you know, who else can we lift up and see, you know, get the whole community for? So very exciting. And then Al Silves is on Friday. And Jelly Donut is next Thursday, right before we are Freestyle Love Supreme. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, everyone tune in on Hulu uh, June. I almost said January. June 5th, we are Freestyle Love Supreme. Check it out. Yes, can't wait. So subscribe to my channel. Subscribe to their channel. Believe me, you're going to want to. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you all for being here. See you at the show. Bye. Bye. Dang. That was a freeze frame. Thank you so much. Um, Thank so good you. to see you. And I'm happy that you're happy in Washington right now. Thank you. You too. Hold on. Wait. It's uh, I'm attempting to end the live and then we will chat and stream. We're not the show sharing must go secrets. On, the show must go on. It keeps on going on and it keeps on going on. The show must go on. Let's go. Keep it going, going, Thanks for listening to the 36th episode of B-Way Show, the podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review so you can be a spy on the inside for future episodes. Head out to Pasadena Playhouse to catch the last stop of the FLS tour. For your freestyle of Supreme Preem Preem opening nights on Broadway, 2019 and 2020, head over to bwayshow.com. Thanks to all the show trions and special shout out to the showstopper and show nanigans levels. Claire Freeman, Lou Bailey, Ashley Stazak, Judy Kotner, Naomi Kotner, Shannon Wheeler, John Benson, Chris Mascaro, Eva Fink-Clausen, Cindy Howard, Julie Larkin, and Lisa Michelle Martino-Neal.
Neal. If this was your jam, you can become a Showtreon. Head over to patreon.com slash bwayshow. You get exclusive access to film performances, photos, and interviews, as well as up-to-date news on what's going on in the theater world. It's a fun time. Come check it out. Thanks as always to Kyle Braxton, aka Geddon, for these awesome beats, Jelani Remy for the beautiful intro riff, Alex Brightman for the Showtime promo, Chelsea Hill, aka Illustrating Diva, for the cool cover art, Julian Ang for editing this interview, all the wonderful guests, and all of you for being here. Thanks for listening. We'll see you at the show. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.